Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. gentlemen ladies and gentlemen once again you know who it is it is yours truly the lord always have to pause nelson that is uh, for the <laughs> podcast live and loud with the lord on the uh cms network with five royals entertainment and ladies and gentlemen i have a very special guest well this young man is going to represent for his band but as always I've got to read something to big them up, to let, him, let them know how special they are. And so if he doesn't mind, I will proceed. <laughs> so, Please. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this band brings that cool and inviting in-the-pocket vibe that is magnificently unassuming and allows us to embrace their vocal and musical tones with an ease and clarity that speaks loudly without yelling. <laughs> Their songs are a journey of pleasurable sounds, complemented by meaningful lyrics that pulls just enough energy from other genres to create something very special for the listeners. I am very honored and blessed to have, well, the young guy here, well, the band here, we're going to say the band here anyway. <laughs> so without further ado, I present to you Interpret Sons! Yeah. All right. Interpret Sons. Yes, indeed. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. You bet. So, so this My is, pleasure. So, so this is Keith, correct? Yes. Keith is here. I am. Keith is here representing for the Interpret Sons, and uh, I, I'm ready to have a good conversation, man. This is what it's about. It's not an interview. It's a good conversation. And so uh, we will proceed with the conversation. So my first question always, Keith, is uh, where are you guys from? Well, originally we're from uh, Louisiana, okay, actually, really? uh, three of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but now we're based out of Dallas, right? Right. A right, little right. North of Dallas, whatever. But uh, yeah, we're originally from Louisiana, from North Louisiana and Shreveport, Shreveport, Louisiana. Wow. So see, that just changes things for me a little bit, but you know, I'm, I'm freestyle. I'm on, I'm on it. It's love. <laughs> so, so now when we're talking about family members, who are the family members? So. Uh, my two sons are guitar and right. vocals, both okay. guitars and vocals. So my son, Max, is uh, the lead singer. Lead, right, He's right. also a lead guitar player. He plays keys. He plays everything, actually. He can play everything. <laughs> right. Jake is our um, another uh, rhythm and uh, lead guitar player. Right. And we all and then I'm the dad, actually. So. <laughs> So, you know, all the band dynamics, you know, over the years that I've had, it's cool to kind of grow your own musicians because That's there's no drama awesome. in this band. Man. See, that, that would be <laughs> one of my questions down the way. But wow, really? That's awesome. See, I didn't know that the father. So my son and I, we do music together also. And and, mm -hmm. and and I love it when we do something. We just released a song not too long ago. Also, but that's a beautiful dynamic, cool. man. I, I think that's great, man. That's that's, that's awesome. great. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, absolutely, man. Awesome, man. Listen, look at that little nugget. Bam, right there. So, <laughs> Louisiana. So what mm -hmm. was it like growing up in Louisiana? Well, it was, uh, I mean, I, I still have a ton of friends there. So we mm -hmm. had a... 
Yeah, I grew up in the I grew up in the seventies uh, and eighties, so mm-hmm. the uh, it was you know laid back. It was a uh, cool cool culture. I still like to get back there. Yeah. I still got a ton of friends there, but it was uh, I surrounded myself with a lot of friends that were actually musicians too. So um, it was not uncommon, and at least in high school anyway, to be at a party and several people had instruments and were you know playing. Mm-hmm. while doing other things, but, <laughs> so, you know, uh, so, and then actually when we moved here, my kids were still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of pretty much grew up in this area. If you great. want to talk about your right. consciousness or whatever. Gotcha. So, but gotcha. Gotcha. yeah, but I loved it, man. I, I, I love Louisiana. We're actually going to go back and play, um, a gig there, mm-hmm. uh, in February. So awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So see, I was looking at the Dallas aspect of it, but it's all it's all love. So I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So if I were to fly into Dallas, so you've been in Dallas for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and Since I 2004. To, yeah. And I wanted to have a great time and a great meal. Where are you taking me? Oh, geez. If I'm going to take you for a great meal, I would probably take you to either. Uh, Hutchins barbecue. Okay. <laughs> or I would take you, if we wanted to do some fine dining, I would take you to uh, the Capitol grill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but Hutchins barbecue, man, that, that is, I've never had barbecue better. Really? Like, literally. See, and I know there's different factions in the U S right, you know, because right, right. out, out East, South you Carolina, got, right? That's right. That's yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> you got kind of that uh, Georgia barbecue, the vinegary, yeah, a little bit more vinegary, you know, yes, but this is, yes. this is a straight up Texas barbecue. So okay. really good. Best brisket I've ever had. So. Um, and then, you know, for, uh, going out and literally from the live scene, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the great places here locally to go see, a good original music, but you can, you know, you can see anything is right. trees down in deep Ellum. It's pretty legendary, uh, venue like, you know, Nirvana and, uh, Pearl jam and all those guys played there back in right. the, right. Before they made it big. Um, Clint runs a really good show down. He owns Canton hall and, um, the bomb factory too. So that's a great venue to go see all kinds of music. So we just played there. We just opened for the bullet boys. Um, uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I'll see. Now I asked that question and see, cause when speaking of Dallas, my bandmate, Mr. Matt Acevedo lives right outside of Dallas. Oh, and wow. So, you know, I, I was just there, uh, earlier last year and, uh, we had a great time. And so, you know, but, but we really didn't go anywhere. We just stayed in the house and talked music <laughs> and, and did yeah. that was it. That was it. We yeah, ordered it. That's cool. And had a good time. I really didn't want to do that cause it was for his birthday, but we just had a really great time there. So, I'll That's make cool. sure that I ask him about this. But, yeah, he's right there, a magnificent guitar player. He's just an – I'm so blessed to have him, you know, be a part Great. of what we're doing, you know, Plastic Awesome. Or Nelson, indeed. So I'm going to make sure I say, like, hey, Matt, so when I come back, these are the spots. These are the places. We might, <laughs> have, to have, to, we might have to link up with you guys also, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Yeah, Let's do it. Yes, it I'm, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So one more, one more food question from the big guy. Sure. Shipley Donuts. What do you know about it or have you enjoyed it at all? I mean, I know it's from Texas. I've had them, mm-hmm. but I'm from Louisiana originally and there is no better, <laughs> there is no better donuts than uh Southern made. So yeah, I've never heard of it. And see, I asked that once again, the Texas thing, cause my wife is from Mississippi and okay. she introduced me to Shipley donuts. 
I, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm Southeast, so, you know, I know Dunkin' and Krispy Kreme. That's what I know. Right. And so I was just like, wow, but these donuts are, are an amazing donuts. You know, I really, the lemon feel. Anyway, you yeah, know, food stuff. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, I just wanted to ask that question. All right. <laughs> so we Southern got, Made. If you're ever in Louisiana, go to Southern Made Donuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Southern Made. Definitely. So when you think back to the early days, when did you realize you had a great love and passion for music? God, very early on. Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my parents, my parents had me kind of young. I mean, they had me when they were like 19. So, you know, um, but they were, they weren't into the, the, uh, kind of the psychedelic type stuff Mm -hmm. or whatever. Very early on, they were into Motown. Okay. Okay. So we had a lot of, we had the big, you know, credenza (laughs) vinyl player and all that stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I've listened to a lot of those records, but, and then, you know, we had Elvis in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was like, God, it was the Shondells. There was like, uh, wow. Uh, Smokey Robinson, yes. you know, all the, the earlier stuff like that. So I can remember <laughs> loving to play that, uh, the vinyl on the, mm-hmm. on the stereo and listening to that. But then it's kind of weird. My music consciousness in terms of, I guess you would say hard, hard rock to begin mm-hmm. with. It was mm-hmm. like probably like six years old listening to heart. Heart. Yeah, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, that was like, I just, I was like, wow, she's got a powerful voice in that, oh, those guitars. Man, and then, yes. I mean, right, not soon after that, I got into ACDC and right. Ozzy and Rush. And, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, so that or, <laughs> it was very early on. I mean, I, I didn't, start playing the drums until a little bit later in life, about mm-hmm. 16. Okay. But, um, and then I, I probably could have started earlier on an instrument. My dad loved country music too. So if I would have said, Hey dad, I want to play a steel guitar. Right. He would have bought me one immediately, but I wanted to play drums. So awesome. we had to <laughs> no, no, that's, listen, man, that's, that's, that's awesome. And, and usually a lot of times I'll ask people or ask my guests where, you know, how, what kind of music did their parents listen to and i just love the fact that you just went into it i didn't even have to ask that question it's just love because our parents they really mean so much to us in our early years of what they're listening to and we are really influenced a lot by those things even though we may go here or there we are and so when you say motown and all those things and elvis and my mom and dad listened to all of that and we had the big console also and there was music in my house always we we always had music so there's nothing better than music i love music music is the greatest thing (laughs) man i've got like 700 vinyl records you can't see them because of the backdrop but behind me in a turntable over here i still listen to vinyl oh Um, man it's awesome man And, and like my brother's a dj and when and when we were growing up you know he he had so he's had me come with them just to carry the crates you know into the club yeah. and everything and move big speakers and stuff like that but you know i'll never forget those times and yes indeed vinyl is something special it really is and uh i actually uh where is it back over here uh stony sugar skull uh, i bought a, a vinyl from her that she put out and she just got a different kind of vibe i love her she she cool. just has an amazing thing but yeah so i i have a few vinyl things that i bought also so man anyway yo that's love man i love that I yeah love man that. yeah yeah indeed so so why do you think this style of music you do so well speaks to you more than any other you know i uh for me it's about i mean music is kind of like therapy so you know 
whatever you went through as a kid or whatever, you know, whatever you're going through today, I mean, you're getting inundated by yes. crazy stuff right. all the time now right. that we didn't get inundated with earlier on. But right. I like, I'm not a painter, but I like, you know, I write all most of the lyrics for the band. So mm -hmm. it's about, I don't know, it's about having the right music to tell, uh, to tell the story about how I'm feeling. And it just so happens that I think from my writing perspective, alternative rock, you know, I still love the guitar. I mean, right. I, I play guitar too. Mm -hmm. You know, I love keys. I love, I don't, I don't want to, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, and I think if you listen to our music, we're very eclectic in terms of, you know, right. there's some Southern rock in there. There's yes. some, you know, hard rockers There's you know, all the right. different uh, things, but we try to incorporate whatever it, whatever tools that we have at our disposal into the music. Mm -hmm. And then the music is what helps me kind of tell the story. And it just so happens that, you know, that's for me, the best way to tell it. It's, you know, a, a, I don't know, kind of minor notes, uh, you know, definitely keys or a lot of, a lot of vocal harmonies. I mean, I don't know about you, but you know, when I first heard the Mamas and the Papas or oh, Fleetwood man. Mac, oh, you know, the the harmonies makes my, you know, yes. bumps go up on my arms, you know. Yeah, so, right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're big on that as well, you know, because yes. that kind of is like a chord uh, that also helps accentuate a point, whatever point you're trying to make in mm -hmm. the song. And then, you know, I think I, re I saw this on a, a Bee Gees documentary, which is kind of funny. It said that, you know, that me and my boys, we harmonize when we sing. So that's a chord that nobody else can do uh, on the planet. It's right. just us, that's you know. Right. So right. we try to we try to incorporate a lot, a lot of that in. And it just kind of helps tell the stories that I write. Although my oldest or my youngest son that sings, he's been writing more lyrics lately. So you'll see on the second album, um, his writing style coming out, which is it's we're, we're not so different that it's like oh that's a mac song and that's right. you know right. that's a key, a key song, song. Uh -huh. so. no that's awesome man well well the reason why i asked that question is and what you you spoke so well about it man i love it i love it i asked that question because to me the name of the band the intemperate sons that's like it speaks to me when i hear that i think texas it sounds big it sounds like it's a texas yeah. thing and you say louisiana <laughs> makes me i don't know but it, you know <laughs> it sounds that but your music is bigger than that you know, it's bigger than you just saying that this is a Texas thing. You know, the music yeah. is 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 all of that. And once again, as I said, that grunge in there and those harmonies are on mm -hmm. point and fluid. So how important, you just spoke about a little bit, how important is the alternative music to your foundation? Yeah, that, if you, if you go back to not just my roots, because, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've always liked, I've always liked, you know, vocal harmonies and I've, I've liked specific types of music, but I tend I tend to, to go towards the dark side mm -hmm. and my son, my, my youngest son is kind of the same way. And what's funny is when, you know, they were growing up, all they heard was, you know, <laughs> Allison chain Soundgarden. They heard, you know, a lot of the alt rock bands from the, from the time. And so mm -hmm. I think my, my youngest became a little bit darker in his thinking in terms of writing lyrics or what, and, and playing music. Right. And it's kind of funny because my other son, Jake, my, my oldest son, mm -hmm. he he loves pop music. He loves uh, I mean, he loves the old uh, 
folk guitar folks. He's got like a different mentality. So he brings us a little bit of sunshine musically to the dark under, you know, undercurrent of the lyrics and some of the, and some of the melodies that kind of mixes together. Right. So it's going back with them. It's, I guess I made it important to them. And now we're just kind of like a collective group that Mm -hmm. just kind of enjoys that kind of style of music. And, you know, some of it, the great thing about alternative music is that it's hard to, you know, it's, it's just, it can be a lot of different things, right? right, right I mean, right, if I right. think about heavy metal, like I love Meshuggah, uh-huh. but there's a lot of bands out there that try to sound like, you know, Meshuggah, you know? Right, right, right. The alternative space, there's a lot of different bands with different instrumentation, different influences, different mm-hmm. lyrical styles. And that's kind of, that kind of fits what we are. We don't want to be, I guess, put in a box, so right. to speak. Yeah. Well, well, you know, just like you were were uh, saying, the the energy, nobody can have that energy like you guys have. You know, you somebody can come and try to play the Intemperate Sons music, but it's not going to be what you are and who you are and how you sound. There's no way to get that. That is something that's special that is given to you. You know, and so I hear right. you when you say that. So no matter what band, you know, we like <clears throat> like Nirvana. I love mm-hmm. Nirvana. I. Teen Spirit is one of the greatest songs ever written to me. I don't care if anybody says the tension and releasing that song is so amazing. You put that song on and I'm just like, man, this song is right. beyond. It's just me, you know, personally. And, and I know it's a gigantic song. And I even did a little cover of it. I haven't released it yet, but, you know, I did my own little version of it or whatever. But every That's time cool. I listen to it, I'm just hearing me. But then I just listen to Kurt and, and I'm just like, Man, nobody can touch that. There's no, there's no way. So I don't want anybody disrespecting me because I'm doing it, you know, because I'm not disrespecting him, but it's a great thing. But no, no, I really understand what you were yeah. saying. That, 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 that's a beautiful that, thing. That, you know, that's one of the things that grabbed me. I mean, it's the power of the, you know, back in the in the 80s or whatever with the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the hair metal bands, the hard rock right, bands. Right. You know, there's a lot of higher pitch singing or whatever. Indeed. It's kind of a little, a little bit kind of more lighthearted or whatever. I don't know what you mean what to say but you know when you when 1990 rolls around and you hear kurt and you hear lane mm-hmm. and they're singing about really dark stuff but when they're singing it they're singing it like super powerful right. you know with a it's it's not it's not like uh it's not like my sugar with you know it kind of some people say oh it's cookie monster okay well <laughs> it has its place right but when you can articulate you know, when you, when you, and when you, you can understand what you're saying, but you have this like power behind it, mm-hmm. that's like, I don't know, mid range or whatever, but there's a lot of range to their, to their vocals. Right. That just grabbed me, you know, that and the harmonies, not Nirvana didn't so much have as many harmonies or whatever, yeah, but they yeah. were just like a, they were like a super melodic punk band to right. me, you know, Allison Chains is the one that, Allison you know, Chains we really, yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw them open for Van Halen right back in 1991 yeah that was their one of their first tours or whatever and saw lane that was an amazing show indeed, so indeed. yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm big on stone temple pilots also yeah uh man listen so these songs you're talking about i have them in my playlist man and they, i they, i keep them in rotation and you know a lot of times i just get in my vehicle and i just drive and i just listen and it just i'm just gone I'm in another yeah. place, another space and time, and I'm just enjoying it. I always say that music is a time machine. So 
it takes me back to feeling good about something. You know, most of the times yeah. I'm not being sad about anything, but it, it just makes me feel good. So it's an, music is an amazing time machine to me, man. So I, or it validates an emotion. Oh, you know, yes, it's exactly. like whatever you're feeling right then and there. 100%, so. 100%. So as you spoke about it earlier, and I said that you had already kind of answered the question, you're all talented musicians and you all write. So has this, on top of being related, to each other made the creative process easier or more difficult. And I know you said it's kind of easier for you. Well, I will say this, one of the most fun places on the planet for me to be is in the studio with my kids because awesome. they don't, they were raised to kind of not have, you know, egos or whatever, because, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're also a really sarcastic family. So if you, <laughs> you want to act like you're a little peg above or whatever, right, there's right. several of us that can knock you down and, you know, <laughs> come on, man, you know, but um, there, there's it's such a collaborative process, and it's been it's been amazing to watch them kind of grow as musicians and articulate what they want, or take a song that I've written, or a song that any of them have written, and just say, okay, what do we what do we need to change here? How do we need to play this? Or maybe I, hey, sing this a little bit differently. There's no, well, you know, right, right. right ego or anger or anything of that nature. And they're all super willing to get in there and, and create, you know, awesome. and it's, it's all about, I mean, I mean, obviously if you recorded with your son, yes, indeed. to me, it's about learning who they are on a deeper level as, as young men, you know? Right. Right. I, I say that I always tell my son and I, and I say this and I mean, it. he's everything I am and everything I wish I could have been. You yeah. know, when I look at him and, and uh, you know, I just I marvel at my children. Uh, we are just like you are. You know, we are tight knit family, my wife and I and, and, and our three children. We just get together. We listen to music. We do our thing. Now, I love music way more than they love music. Sometimes they think <laughs> crazy because I might be listening to some Bach or some Beethoven or something. They're looking at me like, man, what is going on with this dude? Or, or, or I might. Listen to my, you know, uh, I'm listening to some country music. I'm listening to Alabama. Yeah. I'm listening to Ronnie Millsap. I'm I could go on and on. I mean, I'm a military kid, so I grew up listening to everything. I've been oh, around wow. everybody. So I always say that, but it gets me excited when I think about all those songs and how I grew up. So country, I don't care what genre it is. I'm not a genre snob. I love music. So yeah. it's, it's, it's all a beautiful thing. So what drives you and excites you about the music you're creating? You know, for me, it's such a creative outlet. It's, it's, um, it's therapy, man. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, uh, basically again, I said earlier, I can't paint or anything, but there, right. I have something to say, but I don't necessarily want to say it, you know, in, in, uh, one or two words, maybe it's a little bit more obscure, but it's a, it's a therapy thing for me. It's about, getting a feeling out and then creating something larger than what it was, you know, inside, especially when you have your own family members taking it and making, building it into something yes. a lot larger. So that whole creative process and learning about myself, learning about them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been a couple of songs, you know, I was like, my wife and I are looking at each other going, do we need to have a talk with him? You know, <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, you know, sometimes you, you know, build something <laughs> up. It might not be that serious, but, you know, it's, you take it and make it look more serious, you know, as, whatever. <laughs> as a parent, no, as a parent, I understand. But, you know, I had to tell my son, I was like, listen, man, you're grown. 
you're a grown man. I said, I want you to be as open as you can be. I, you know, you're not going to disrespect me as a father. I said, but when we're doing music, we're in another place. And I just want to let you know, say whatever you feel that you need to say. And when I said that to him, it opened him up to where, you know, he didn't feel that pressure. I was just like, yeah. now, when you come to the house, when you come back home and there's mom and dad now, you know, they're the most respectful in the world. But, you know, I was like, when you're out there doing your thing, do your thing. You're a grown man. So, I, you know, I, I have nothing else to say about that. So, well, isn't it? I mean, to me, it's like a way for them to talk to you without having to talk to you. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the hardest thing when you're growing up. It's like. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and I guess like even with that, I'm so cool with my father now, you know, as a yeah. grown man, because he respects me as a grown man. And, uh, but I want to go back to something you just said earlier, and, and you said it a couple of times about painting. But no, musically, you are painting a beautiful picture. That, that, that you know, yes. Yeah, maybe it's not with that brush, but with those instruments and, those, and the right. drums and your vocals and the lyrics, you're painting a beautiful picture. And me as a person who is very, very visual, when you have those kind of lyrics, so I'm listening to your songs as I'm listening to your catalog and I'm writing these questions because that's what I always do. Yeah. I'm listening. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm there. Uh, okay, I hear it. I was like, I see it. I see everything. I don't care that's what we're cool. talking about. I see it. So so anything a, where you're talking great, about your man. sons, I'm picturing it. I'm there with you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people are always saying, like, why are you laughing so hard? Or what are you doing? I said, because I see it. I see what you I said, and it's funny to me. So yes. yeah. So, cool, so, man. That's... Yes. So from when you first started to this very day. Mm -hmm. How have you coped with the changes of how music is distributed now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I guess in, in, in certain respects, it's, it's a lot. E obviously, it's super easy to get, right. your, get your stuff out there mm -hmm. now. But I don't to me, it's like. Uh, I've been in bands before where, you know, I guess maybe you know, the, the whole, the whole thing was about gigging. Right. And even that's difficult these days. I mean, obviously the cost of living has right. gone up a lot too. And then, you know, we, we have, we have a ton of merch, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's, it's, it's not just about playing live, but cause I love to do that, but it's also about getting a good product out there. And right. I guess the, the way that it's amazing now, because it's, it's super cheaper to mm -hmm. actually record now. Right, right. Most but we're, I think we're, you know, where people don't probably push themselves a little harder is with, is in, uh, you know, getting produced a little bit mm -hmm. and making sure the mix is good, maybe right. making sure it, you know, it, it sounds good on all media types. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the, you know, the, the tools at our disposal or for me anyway, allow me to create, constantly like yeah. a lot last night i stayed up until midnight <laughs> literally transposing one of the songs that i've written to an entirely electronic song right like i programmed <laughs> the drums played some keys on it you know yeah. and did all these different things just to kind of expand my mind a little bit and then so so i guess in that regard it's it's probably made music the creation of music although some people that are stuck in a certain period would say differently. I think right. it's, it's opened up a ton of more avenues True. for the types of music that you hear, you know? Um, but 
you know, you still have to get it out there. You still have to try to get it on playlists so people can hear you. Otherwise it's just, you know, it's not going to get heard. So where we've been super fortunate for that is through the framework label with the mirror to rock and, um, Mm -hmm. Ryan Shuck and getting our music, getting it in front of the right people and getting our music heard, you know, that's a big Um, thing. That's gigantic. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. So you still have to do that. You still have to get, you might, for me, I'm the, the band manager, the equipment manager, the art director, the, you know, all of that, but you still have to get people behind you. That that's not, that's not, that's never changed. And people that believe in you. Awesomeness, how we just segue into the next thing. And I love when it happens. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love when the guests are, are, are very vocal about things. Man, I'm enjoying it so much, man. Thank you very much. Oh, thank Seriously. you. Me too. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, so it goes right into how important do you feel a team is needed to be successful in the music industry? Yeah, I mean, you can't, uh, you can't do everything well. So you have to have people that, you know, that are on your team that believe in you that can help you do certain things. So, you know, in our, in our case, you know, Amir, who's also a dear friend of mine, Mm -hmm. you know, he was in, he's in Julian K. He was in rough cut. He's Mm -hmm. in orgy, you know, he is literally like our fifth member when it comes to our music, because even though we pretty much go into the studio and we produce as, you know, as well as we can, he still goes one step above that when, when he's mixing and does a little bit of producing behind the mixing dials as well to make sure that we sound, you know, consistent across, mm-hmm. you know, cause, and, and he's, he's been super helpful for me in terms of, I don't know, song arrangement in terms of uh, settling or not settling for things when, or, you know, making, things are waiting on things to make it a little bit better, that type of stuff. And then Ryan has been Ryan Shuck, who was also an orgy and Julian K. He's in in edema. He's a singer Mm -hmm. for edema too. He, um, he's been super helpful on the business side and, you know, with ideas in terms of, you know, how to market ourselves. And actually Amir is the same on that too. And especially in terms of merch, but you know, it's stuff that I wouldn't know otherwise. (laughs) And so, and they're, and they're, they're literally part of our team, you know, I mean, they really are. And then my son is an our graphic arts design awesome. guy, my oldest son, Jake. So yes. he helps on the art aspect of it. Mark is our merch guy. So we've got a really good deal on merch. We can make right. t-shirts right. insanely cheap. <laughs> and then Max is my lately. He's, he's, he's a, he's a rock man. He, he's got, uh, ice in his veins, but he's also really good at taking all of our ideas and making demos out of them too, to kind right. of a, a, arrange us or organize us before we go into the studio. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's that's cool. It free it frees you up to do what you do well, as you said. Doing you can do everything, but it, it spreads you thin. And uh, right. something that over all these years, you know, I was just like, man, if I had this, if I had that, I'm working with a younger guy now who is he is put me so in tune with you got to do it like this or here's what you have and i'm listening to him he's he's yeah. way younger than me he's like my son's age but i'm like no i'm paying attention i was like i'm open to your ideas i know what i've done all these years you know when i haven't been you know now that i'm back 
doing uh you know an independent thing matt and i with plastic mm -hmm. tax free with lord nelson but you know just having those proper ideas and having that team behind you means the world uh cory lowry lowry who plays for Seether now used to play for uh stuck mojo cory was telling me he's just like lord man i'm telling you man that team he said is the most important thing of getting that stuff out there because there's so many different elements of it that you need that's right out there to you and then nothing's promised to anybody but still to get you in the right places to be seen to be heard or whatever like that so i see you're there man that's a lovely yeah. thing man that's a lovely thing <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed so let's talk let's talk about this music let's talk about the color within mm -hmm. when i listen to it it, it, it makes me want to get in my vehicle roll the windows down and just drive because i like to do that anyway but but it's a great music so so what state of mind were you you guys in while creating this album god man so that you know the first couple of songs um before we ever released the album was mm -hmm. me and my sons trying to figure out if we were going to be in a band together and, okay. and be a band and so we ended up recording uh, the first going crazy, uh, we recorded, uh, running man and we recorded waiting in the gray. And those are Jake wrote writing, waiting in the gray. I wrote, wrote running man and Max wrote going crazy. Okay. So we all three brought something, brought to, the something table. to the table. Yeah. But during that, or right before that, my father had passed away back in, uh, 2018. And so it's kind of like a, you know, I was in a, a dark space, you know, mm -hmm. he was, he was relatively young. He was only 68 right. and it was, so a lot of the, the writing on that, that album, mm -hmm. uh, really is me kind of, I guess what you, I guess you would say is trying to work out any, not that I had, you know, major issues with my dad or anything like that. I, it was just working out the morning of my dad's passing. Right. right? So, mm -hmm. um, there's several songs on that album that address that specifically. The, the, obviously the most obvious one is dust to dust. That's literally, that was literally a, a song about a letter that he wrote me or wrote my mother mm -hmm. um, years ago, back in the nineties when he was having his second heart surgery, he didn't think he was going to make it and all this. Right. And, and then another dream that he had right before he died, which is kind of the bridge section, mm -hmm. uh, so I kind of just painted that picture and then believe was also another one too, where I was running at five 30 in the morning <laughs> and I thought I was, was about to see somebody get hit by a car. Mm. And my dad had just passed like two days before. Right. And I was like, I, it, it scared me so much that I was trying to get my phone out of my pocket so I could call nine one one. Cause I thought somebody was about to get hit by a car and mm -hmm. it was just an illusion. Wow. So I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> you're in another place. Yes, indeed. Yes, I was indeed. in another place. So, mm -hmm. and that's pretty much the, you know, the album in general, it's, it's, it's addressing some issues from, you know, back when I was uh, younger and dumber and that kind of thing, or, right. you know, like running man is, you know, kind of me not being the, the, the perfect man that you want to be, you know, when you're a father and it's kind of like, you know, apologizing to my son, mm -hmm. you know, that type of thing right. in that, in that scenario. So there's a lot, there's a lot of issues that were addressed on it. So that, it, but mainly it was a dark time. Essentially it was a, it was kind of a great time because me and my sons were bonding 
right. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, kind of addressing some of the dark times, you know, from 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 before that. Um, I just only wish that my father had lived to see or hear us on recorded. He never he never did get to hear us to at hear all. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. So those things mean a lot, man. And, um, you know, to have, uh, you know, your parents proud of you. And, you know, my mom passed way back in 85. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but what's wild is that my son wrote a song called Parents Proud. So this new project that I'm working on, I'm going to put it on my, on my project. But the thing mm-hmm. was, is that it was just him. And then they asked me to get on it. So, you know, to speak kind of like, you know, talking about him because he was really just giving my wife and I just showing us love and just talking about the things that we've done. So when we first heard it, we got, we, you know, we've got very emotional. And yeah. Like, wow. And so then to get on there and then to come back and just to let him know, you know, I wrote one thing while I was kind of singing. They was like, nah, 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 you gotta, you gotta come with something else, man. Not that, man. You got, I was just like, but I was like, <laughs> it's your song, you know? And I was just like, you know, I don't want to kind of overtake what you're doing. They was like, nah, just come from, and I came from the heart and I loved what I did, but that's so I was like, okay. So I went in, deeply about him being born and those things like that so when you say those things man it all comes full circle and yes we really want them to love what we do and uh you know cherish what we do because yeah you know a lot of people can say things out in this industry they can say like lord nelson you're the worst individual in the world it won't matter to me but what really really matters to me is that my family unit because we are so close so the things that they say you know, can't get under my skin a little bit more. Yeah, than, you know, that's that, right. You know? So, but it's still all love, man. And I, I and I just, I applaud you, uh, you know, really with your family dynamic, man. And, uh, you know, you guys are just doing things, man. It's, it's, it's love. It's love, man. I so, appreciate so, that. Yeah, indeed. So when you listen to the album now or, or, or you perform these songs, mm-hmm. you know, do you still get the same feeling you initially had? I do. Yeah, I mean, they. Yeah. It, you said it earlier. It takes you back to where you were when you, right. when you wrote the song, and so that emotion. You know, you, you need. Even if the singer doesn't write the song, he mm-hmm. still has to feel the, or he or she has to feel the emotion, right, of of whatever it is that helps him tell the story. So, I still feel that when I play those songs, I, yes. I literally do. And part of it, too, is the whole you know the vocal harmonies that we built into it. So that. Mm-hmm. That just helps reinforce it because, like, like I said earlier, that it it, it accentuates the point, right. you know, when you're singing, or at least right. for us anyway. But right. yeah, man, I still do. I mean, there's actually, I the, the first time we ever played, we haven't, we've only played Dust to Dust twice live, mm-hmm. and I think the first time it was super hard for my son, yeah, like literally, say, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, man. I'm just back there on the drums every now and then singing, you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah. backing vocals. But, <laughs> but but those emotional songs like that, they mean a lot. You know, I've written a couple of songs about my mother and actually I wrote a song about my mom and then I just couldn't take it. And I, I changed it up where I wrote it like I was losing my wife. And then they were like, mm. no, man, you got to you got to say it. I was just like, yeah, it's a little difficult. You know, it's not yeah. real easy, especially when you're listening to the lyrics and then it's taking you back. And right. you're thinking about all those things, so it, it it can be very very emotional. But they make great songs, though. That's <laughs> they, the ones that really those do. are the ones yeah. that connect with people. Yeah, really, you know? indeed, indeed, indeed. So, how large uh, of a pool of songs uh, did you had you guys written that you pulled from to get the amazing ten songs that you put on the album? I had see when it, whenever we 
started obviously three of us brought uh three songs there but i mm-hmm. actually already had running man and i had i had been working on broken door mm-hmm. and i had been working on dust to dust okay um and then some of the songs we kind of wrote in the middle like i still i'm a drummer but i take guitar lessons from monty Pittman, who plays uh right now he's playing guitar for ministry but he mm-hmm. he's he was he is madonna's longtime guitar player too right. so there's been several songs where you know i had just like one riff and then all of a sudden i did a lesson <laughs> i'm like oh i've got a bridge now like you know dust to dust I, and well, color within i wrote uh-huh. the bridge base as a result of one of his uh guitar lessons so awesome. <laughs> yeah but um I, I we had a i had a pretty good backlog from stuff mm-hmm. that i'd written but never shared with other bands or right right you know before but actually this go around we're we are nine songs or we're we're about to be nine songs into what will be the New second album, album. Mm-hmm. and uh everybody has come to the table. I mean, this is all like net new, net new stuff. So mm-hmm. everybody's coming to the table with riffs right. and we're, we're organizing and Mac, like I said, Max doing a job of organizing that. But yeah, with the color within, we had some of that stuff already kind of partially developed. Now the ones that I wrote, you know, they were rudimentary on guitar cause I'm a drummer. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm never going to get out on stage and do that. Right. But, um, the kids made it insanely better. And, you know, we had some guest players that was before we had Mark in the Mm -hmm, band mm -hmm. and that, that entire album. So we had some guest players on bass for that. And we had Tony Franklin from the firm and we had, um, Amir Durak played, uh, he played some bass on some songs like wall of glass and remission and, several others but then he also played slide guitar and i gotta mm-hmm. tell a story about that I'm talking about family yeah so i told you my dad you know was would have let me play steel guitar at the age of two if mm-hmm. i had just said it mm-hmm. but so he always loved slide guitar so when we were doing that song it's like okay i'm gonna get tony tony is gonna play the fretless bass on this song and amir if you wouldn't mind i'd love for you to play a guitar solo we've left literally room for three right. specific pieces he goes, okay, let me let me figure out what I want to do. Having never known any of this stuff, right? So it's already a tribute song to my dad. And he goes, okay. And he sends me the track back. He goes, tell me what you think of this. And he's done an entire slide guitar solo. Right, right. I was like, <laughs> wow, man. I said, I don't know if you know this, but my dad would have loved that. Like he was a huge oh, slide guitar goodness, or steel guitar, slide yeah, guitar, all of I that. Love you know? I love it. I love it. It just kind of happened that way. So, yeah. Those are the signs, yeah. man. Listen, those are the signs that you let, just really let you know. People can say whatever they want to say, man. Those things let you know something right. else bigger than all of us, man. And that is, uh, that's magical right there. I'm telling you, man. I'm big on that's signs right, like man. that. I'm just like, wow. You know, because I would have done the same thing. Like, hey, man, do you know that? <laughs> and so yeah. and hearing and hearing that song, because I, I I was just like, oh, man, because I have a few people who I know that play that. And I was just like the slide guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, man, that sounds so great. I said, that sounds so yeah. great, man. It's love. It's love. It, it, and it does get you emotional, man. So that's love, man. It, I was like, wow, man, you sound like Dickie Betts on that thing. You know, <laughs> he would have loved that. <laughs> 
Awesome. So you guys have dropped five singles, if I'm if I'm uh, correct. Unrealized, way back when, game uh, mm-hmm. of keep away, faceless man, and lake of poison, which is the uh, the, the release out right now. Um, right. So, so so was this a calculated thing about the you know releasing these singles now? You know how or, while you're working on this new album. Yeah, I mean the way that I view it is that you know every song is an asset. I mean you you know if you just I guess there's no right or wrong answer, but if you just drop your entire album out there, then it's out there and and it's and it's going to have whatever life that it has. And if right. you, I mean, if you're a big artist and you're you're touring and all that stuff, it may not be that big of a deal. But for us, you know, we're not this massive national act right, yet. Right, I got you. <laughs> so, right. no, I like that. Uh, so we treat every song as an asset, you know. Mm. For net for us, it's about building the the foundation of the the fan base and and right. and who we are as an artist. And so each one we try to do each song as its own asset, like its own package. Right. You know, it's going to have a video to it. It's going to be have a release schedule to it. We're going to have some narrative behind it and all of that. And then eventually, you know, once we get I mean, some of these songs have been in the can for a long time, you know, we, cause we've been recording for the last year and a half for this, but, mm-hmm. um, and, and then eventually, you know, you have two or three songs left, you go ahead and release that and then work those singles as well. So that's, right. that's kind of the way that we handle it mm-hmm. instead of just saying, Hey, I'm going to wait. It's, and it's kind of like, I'm also a, uh, a, a consultant. So, mm-hmm. um, in IT, there's a agile method versus waterfall. So agile is just incrementally delivering right. stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And waterfall is just like just drop end it. to end. Wait <laughs> to the end and just drop it. Drop it. You know? <laughs> so we're doing the agile approach on this. <laughs> I, I got you. I've spoken with a lot of people and I know that we're we're doing the same thing. We're releasing singles and then we'll, you know, it'll all accumulate to one one thing. Yeah. But that's what we're doing because it, it just seems like it's a better thing to do now anyway. Because right. you, you just said something very important because when you drop that, if you're not like one of those big acts, then it's just like people get it. And then that shelf life is how long is it going to, you know, and so that's right. something that, that we really have to worry about a lot more. And so I hear you on that. And and, and I love when I have great, uh, you know, artists, musicians like you as, as guests, because I, I, I listen and I get inspiration from things that you're saying, man, that might mean something to me. So I didn't take a lot of stuff. So I'm just like. But yes, indeed, we're doing the same thing. So that's love. Yeah, indeed. for sure, man. Indeed, indeed. Thank you. No, no, awesome. So the new album, Game of Keep Away, can we expect the same vibe as The Color Within? You know, out of the box, uh, it it might be a little heavier. Okay. Um, definitely. I mean, we've got some songs that we haven't released yet, mm-hmm. m- uh, multiple. And one of the, this is the video, a right. snapshot from the video from behind it, but it's a little bit, a little bit heavier. Although Lake of Poison is a really trippy song, and we seem to do really well with our fans when we do kind of the trippier, okay. you know, type of stuff. So right. we're, Amir's mixing the song right now that's got a really trippy alternative, you know, kind of vibe to it. But awesome. overall, it's heavier gotcha. for sure. But it's okay. it's also some of the lyrical uh, duties have been relieved a little bit for me because max has written some uh multiple she's so far he's got three songs on the album that he's written all the music for awesome. and all the lyrics for yeah so great i'm like 
and you know how lovely and, and magical it is to see your your child now now i have i have uh, daughters also so i have an older daughter and then i have uh twins a son and a daughter and mm-hmm. so it's so great you know my daughters they're my princesses they will i love them all <laughs> equally but those are my girls now my right. son is my guy so you know i'm a little bit yeah. different. i'm way different with him indeed but to see our sons do well and and we want them to be better than us something that my father said i want you to be better than me not that you're better than me but be better than me you know so right. as, as as each generation comes so when we see that and you see your son riding and doing those things and you see them up there man, that's, man, that's got to be this man, that's great man that's just an yeah. awesome thing man that, that's not, that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. It is, man. I, I'm telling you, I'm there with you, man. So I, I know you're feeling good about it. I know you really yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you get to learn more about them. Yes. It, if you and I, if if if, if I'm going to sit down with my son and have a man-to-man talk, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes depending on the age, they're, not, they're only going to let you know so much. Maybe they're going right. to deal with some things on their own and, right. you know, or they just don't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. But when they can kind of obscurely or through you know guitar or keys or whatever yes write a, or paint an emotion mm-hmm. then you know you get to learn a little bit more about them on a different level you know which that's 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 what's cool to me for sure amazing man i, I love it i love it so let's let's talk about framework in grooves and amir how, how do you say his last name Durock. Durock. yeah okay i said the rock and what he means to you so Amir literally is one of my best friends. I mean, he's, uh, I've known him for, I guess I met him in 2017. Okay. And, um, and he kind of, or very early on, I kind of sent him some music and he listened to it and he kind of was like, Hey, this is, you know, this is good stuff. Right. But through that whole process of just kind of the, you know, the music aspect of it, we learned that we have a lot in common and we enjoy each other's company and that kind of stuff. So he's been a, right. he's been a really dear friend, uh, to me. And then he's also, he, you know, he, he treats you or me anyway, he treats me like a brother if I'm going to make a mistake or mm-hmm. like, that's what I, you know, if I, if I send him a song, he'll go, no, right. it, this needs, you know, I don't want somebody just going, Oh yeah, th- right, yeah right. this is great. He's, he's literally like a brother would be, he'll, if you ask him what time it is, he will tell you. <laughs> right, right. He's gonna be honest with you. And, and that's, that's right. A, that's a great thing, though. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Yes, indeed. And then along the way, you know, I met Ryan through uh, through Amir, mm-hmm. and which obviously they form framework. Right. And they're the they're the uh, kind of the driving force behind helping us get our music out and promoting our stuff. So, and but and that's both and also. I'm, uh, honestly, too, with I, I, I need to mention Denny Sanders because mm-hmm. he's out in Nashville, but he he helps in a lot of ways, uh, especially with, you know, in grooves and that kind of thing to mm-hmm. to uh, to get help us get heard, man. So it's it's like you were saying earlier, it's a teamwork type scenario. So awesome, man. Glad and, and glad you guys got that, man. It's a great thing. Indeed, it is. So. Fill in the blank for me. The intemperate sons bring blank to the landscape of music that sets you apart from other bands. I think we bring a a dark 
vocally. Let me back up. We bring this dark aesthetic uh-huh. that's very relatable to a lot of people. Mm. And we do so with kind of in a retro kind of vibe with, you know, still having guitar driven songs, vocal harmonies, all of that, which is something that's not really happening so much today. It's n- none of us are, you know, we're, we've all been inspired by somebody, right? but I think we're inspired by the things that are important to us that, and I think no matter how much noise is going on out there, uh, people at the end of the day, they love a good melody. Yes. They love good harmonies right? and they love a, a deep lyric. And we bring all of that to the table as a family, honestly. Oh. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. I want you to talk that talk. I want you to say, that's what I'm talking about. Indeed. When, you know, a lot of times when I ask that question, with you know, what you bring to the table that's different, you know, a lot of people are really humble about it. And it's not that you're not humble about it, but I want to know exactly your vibe. This is the music industry. This is the entertainment. This is what we do. So what is it, you know, out of all the millions of bands out there who release music every day, but, it, you know, when you say that and you speak passionately about what you're doing and who you are, I mean, that resonates, man. And that's good because if you believe it, man, come on, man. You know? So, right. So, so I, yeah. I, I love asking that question to to artists, man. And, uh, hey, great, great answer, man. <laughs> great well, the answer. great thing about the band, too, it's, it's the best band I've ever been in. And that is we're not afraid to be who we want. We're not afraid to be anything. Like, we're, we're if, if we're going to have, we might, I might release a electronic EP reimagining our songs next year. Who knows? Right, right, right. And right. we and we're gonna we're recording an entire acoustic album. Oh, awesome! Oh. Next year that might be a little bit you know more tamped down and could right. have a little bit of country aspect to it. So mm-hmm. we're not afraid to be who we are. Yeah, you know yeah. that's awesome. We're not trying to make this like I don't know this it's this cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. I mean, people always use ACDC, but it's always worked for them. But, you right. know, that's we're, we're, that's not us. We want to be whatever's inspiring us at the at the moment and incorporate that into our music. So I, I love that, Keith. I love that so much because that's who I am. I, I can just remember people saying, like, you just need to find your niche. You need to find this. You're everywhere. I can't help it. I love everything. And, and when I'm inspired by it, I'm just inspired by it. I, I you know, and yeah. I don't apologize for that. So, you know, and those are the things that I'm going to do. So, uh, you know, you talk electric music, I've done dance music, house music, you know, uh, touring with Stuck Mojo with Ectomore. We we're in Amsterdam and we're at the Paradiso and we did this big show. And then after we finished our show, everybody left, all the metal people left and all the EDM people came in. And so, you know, we <laughs> went awesome. took a, I went took a shower with my drummer, LSU, Nails, and then we came back in and just hung out. And once I just yeah. looked at all of it, it just took me back to those 80s of dance. Yeah. And as I was just like, man, when I get back, I'm making some of this music. You know, I couldn't help it. <laughs> you know, so, and, and I did. So I have that stuff also. So anyway, man, that's that, that's awesome, man. And, and, and once again, uh, this has been a great conversation. So my last question for you is, what's the last song you listened to? <sighs> the last song I listened to, 
Let me think about that. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's, I'd be lying if I, so I was listening to the intemperate sons. I want to say it's frame 42. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up, but it was, I was listening to intemperate sons radio. Cause I like to listen to new music. So they put a lot of indie artists on our radio, Spotify radio station or whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. And this song came on. I was like, Whoa, this is really good. But now I want to know what the, the artist name is because, uh, I think it was like frame 42. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now I'll have to get, I, I mean, other than that, you know, I listen, I, <laughs> That's the, that's an, yeah, it's frame 42. It's frame another, 42. another, they're a Detroit uh, artist, I believe, but okay. sounded really good. Other than that, I listen, I've been listening to a lot of our unreleased stuff just to try to right, uh, right, right. go up and practice. So gotcha, I do that gotcha. too. A lot of times <laughs> I like people, to listen to new artists. Yeah. 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 A lot of times people don't say that, you know, cause I might, you asked me, I was just like, Oh, I was just listening to, I was just working on a new song and that's what I was listening yeah. to a lot. But you know, a lot of people don't say that. You know, and but I want to know exactly what you were listening to, and I, yeah. I don't care what it is. I want to know what you were listening to. So when you said the frame, you said framework forty two. No, they're called frame forty two. Frame forty two. So frame yeah. forty two. But it, I asked that question because it might take a listener or watch watcher to somebody else. You yeah. know, because most of the times, there's no telling what we're listening to. We, where we find inspiration and what, what we get into. So no, I always have to right. ask that question. It's always my last question for everybody. I wanted to be honest about that. Cause <laughs> no, I was like, man, this, this artist is really good. I no, like that's their... awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frame 42. Indeed. indeed. Yeah. Well, look, Keith, <laughs> man, I, I just want to say that it's been a great conversation. I appreciate you. I appreciate your openness and, and just, uh, honestly and just talking about who you guys are and what you bring to the table. And, and, and it's been a, a great conversation. I really mean that. And, well, thank you, Lord. I thank you for having us on, and uh, I it's been a, I love talking to you, man. You just like you're like one of my brothers or something. I just <laughs> and I don't even have any brothers. I just have a lot of friends that are you know like brothers to me. Right, so it's right, like right. having a conversation with family. So that was awesome. Well, I I feel the same way, and uh, and I'm glad that you said that because that's just my personality of who I am. You know, yeah. And since cool. I started started doing this, I am just I've just been me. And it's just yeah. been a great thing to just feel free to be me. And that's, that's a, right, man. That's a great thing. So if you wouldn't mind, you know, give your social media and, and any contact information that, you know, my listeners or watchers might need, you know, merch, all that stuff where they can Yeah, find. sure. Yeah. The easiest way is to the intemperatesons.com. We have links to our link tree from there, right. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and then our merch stores on our website. So that's right. the, that's a one-stop shop. Right, and from there, you can get to everything else. Got you, got you. That's love. That's love. Well, look, man, once again, anytime you guys want to come back, easy, breezy, beautiful cover, girl, just oh, come on in. All right. And, cool. and, and just, just let it be known, and we'll work it out, and we get you on, man. We're, we're family, and it's a beautiful thing, man. And, and once again, Shauna O'Donnell, thank thank you so much. She, she's really amazing. I really thank her so yeah. much, man. She She's on point, I, man. Yeah, I, yeah. one last thing I uh-huh. need, I, you know, completely failed to mention her, but she's another team member. She helps. Yes. She has helped immensely with, uh, getting our name out and she she's is. an amazing person. So she is, she is. And, I, and I'm yeah. looking at things. I might, I might have to put her to work on some of the stuff we're doing also, man. Indeed. You should, man. She does good work. <laughs> Indeed. 
Well, look, man, once again, I appreciate you. Thank you very, very much for your time right. and your presence, man. It's been great. So, Thanks, Lord. Have a Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to ha- say, man, it's been really nice talking to you. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show, the Lord Nelson, that is. Yes, indeed. For the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with five Royals in- Entertainment. And my very special guest, my very special guest, I always got to say it three times, my very special guest, <laughs> Keith from the Intemperate Times. Yes, right. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. Take All care. Right. All right. You too, man. Be Good Tell everybody to say hello. All right. Man. I will do that. Thanks. Right. Take Bye. care. Peace. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.